Welcome to Sonoma Ashram's podcast, Sunday Satsang with Babaji. With great love and respect in my heart, I welcome you to this beautiful Sunday morning. Thank you for taking time to be here. It's such a beautiful way to connect and come together, really, as a sangha. I look forward to this Sunday morning. I don't know about you, but I look forward to it, just to see our extended family scattered all over the globe on one platform. So before we begin, let's just take a moment to arrive. Pull your spine straight, open your shoulders. Close your eyes. Invite that peace, calming, cooling sensation in your eyes. Think of a beautiful flower unfolding. All your facial muscles relax. Relax your neck, shoulders, spine, soften the belly and get grounded. Just feel the movement at the belly with each breath. Gentle rise and fall happening with each movement of the breath. Just stay with that. Let all the restlessness settle down. Pay attention to the breath. As you become calm, your breath becomes smooth and effortless. The calmer your body becomes, shorter your breath becomes. Can you feel that contraction and expansion within you, even without the breath. That's called the breath of the breath. Just hold your breath wherever it is, but keep imagining that contraction and expansion. 
it's a beautiful, subtle practice when we transcend even the breath for a short time. Breath itself is breathing within you. No matter where your breath is, just stop it, but keep imagining that rising and falling that you are experiencing at the belly, it's happening within you all over. That's how the universe is. It's contracting and expanding, contracting and expanding the same universe within us, same principle, same action, microcosm, macrocosm. And whenever you're ready, just open your eyes and greet yourself and greet the family. This morning on my walk, this line came to me, it has been ringing in my mind since morning. Sant daras ko jaiye, taj mamata abhiman, jyon jyon pag aage badhai, koti yagya samhan. Whenever we go to meet a saint, a realized being, leaving our ego and attachment behind. Every step we take in that direction is as valuable as performing thousands of sacred rituals. leaving the ego and attachment behind. Every step we take towards that realized being has the same merit as performing thousands of sacred rituals. And I was just thinking, what does it really mean in today's context? How do we um, translate that in our today's life? Where is the saint?
can we have that saint, the re realized being within ourselves? Can we be that realized being? And how do we access that realized being within? Whatever we are going through, if we are fortunate enough, blessed enough to take a step back from that and look at our own ego and attachment, and tell ourselves, say to ourselves, can I separate from it for a moment? Then who is there? Basically all the struggle and all the strife in our life, all the conflict happens because of our attachment to certain ideas and certain concepts, certain way things should be and I want to see it this way. This is the way I prefer all those things, attachment and ego. If we set that aside, every effort we make, every step we take after that, we do have a darshan of the saint and we haven't gone anywhere. That saint is at home right here within me. It's an old proverb. Baba used to say it all the time in his talks. But where is a saint now and where am I going to go and find one? Why to go that far in this pandemic? Why not access the saint right at home within yourself? Being able to stop, being able to take a step back and set aside our ego and attachment, look. have a darshan face-to-face -face with the realized being that you already are. No matter what we are going through, no matter what kind of challenges we are facing, may we be able to separate ourselves from it all, and look what is my play in it. Maybe all this thing is happening because of my expectation. The expectation comes from my identification with my own ego. I have expectation from someone, there should be a certain way, they should do this. That expectation caused by ego 
if the ego is removed, I have no expectation. But living a human life, we always have, if we are living together as a family, we do expect certain things, but how attached are we to that expectation? People will be who they are. Everybody has their ideas. Everybody has their concept. Everybody has their life. And the wise one also always try to step aside from their own way of thinking and being and look at the other person, put themselves in their shoes and that helps us from this constant conflict. Sant darasako jaye taj mamata abhiman. There is a beautiful story. A person had gone to see a master. A professor had gone to see a master. Master was sitting there. Professor came, sat down. Master got up, went inside and comes out with a kettle filled with tea and a cup. Begins to pour the tea in the cup. The cup was full. He kept pouring. Cup was overflowing. Professor said, please, cup is full. No more will go in. The master looked at the professor, smiled, and put the kettle down. If we are filled filled with our own ideas and concepts, go to see somebody with an idea of learning. How can anything be poured into it if the cup is full, nothing more will go in. So we are very blessed to be able to empty our cup that is filled with our ego and attachment. What I'm proposing, I mean, it's, this is like the stories about two people, but can we have the story within with ourselves? Can we carve out a little time to set aside our own ego and attachment and then confer with the one who is left void of those two. I just received a message from a, someone. I actually wanted to read it and share it with you. Let me see. I can get a hold on that. <clears throat> 
Yes. I have I had a friend here and was going through some things and I said you just need to change the scene and clear out, go to this our new uh, upasana. And then I got a message from there. Baba, I have arrived. It is so beautiful and perfect. I feel like I have come home. When I drive in the gate, the pink rhododendron was a flame in, in a fire of love. When I went to my little walk, a tree had just been cleared of bark from my shoulders down. It was fresh sap, so I knew a bear had been there just a few hours ago. How about that for a greeting? Then I sat in the old redwood stump grove and the trees told me I was too full to hear their stories. So when the meadow said to lie down, I did and was instantly magnetized to the ground and couldn't get up. I was filled with something like roots and the earth said, I mustn't move because she was removing, she was emptying me of my stories and my history. After a long time, I got up, but was told to lie down again and almost immediately. So I will spend tomorrow doing that. Going into silence tomorrow. How and when are we able to connect with things that are already around us? What enables us to listen to the trees, listen to the earth, look at the sky, appreciate the flowers, Feel the breeze touching our skin. Feel the warmth of the sun. All these things are already there. We have to just be in a state of mind to be in their company. And when we are in their company, what a beautiful feeling it is. The earth is emptying me of my stories, absorbing it, pulling it all from me. As long as we keep holding our ideas and concepts in our head and we keep spinning, although surrounded by this powerful things around us, we remain disconnected.
Anyway, today's uh, talk is all about um, being able to carve out a little time and separate ourselves from our burden, our own ego and our own attachments. They will go on, they will be there, but we are very fortunate if we are able to separate ourselves from that all. Thank you for listening to this little thought that I have been carrying in my mind this morning. And um, I'm here, I would love to, I wasn't going to say anything today, I just wanted to hear from you, but this came. So I'd like to see if you can spend a little time with each other. <clears throat>